Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Yeah. Now, it's time for Showbiz yeah. News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. So Idris Elba says he's now out of his two-week quarantine period. He, like, I think he was the second big celebrity after Tom Hanks to announce he had tested positive for a coronavirus. He revealed on social media that he and his wife Sabrina are doing fine after both being diagnosed with the illness. And he, he went on Twitter and Idris gave us a reassuring update to his fans. We're both doing okay. Um, still asymptomatic. And um, we've passed the quarantine period, but we're a little bit stuck in limbo. We can't get a flight back home. So we just had to sit still for a little bit. I don't know where he is, do you? I thought he was at home. It was probably filming somewhere, but surely he'd have his Sky box sets lined up, wouldn't he? He's the face of Sky box sets. I'm sure they've done him a deal, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he can <laughs> log in from wherever he is remotely. wonder if he can get through the customer care quicker as well. He literally is sitting on that couch for the last two weeks just watching box sets. It's just like the ad came true. I wouldn't say, if he's sitting on your couch, I wouldn't say there's much room for anyone else, you know. He's a big unit. Yeah. They're showing uh, Luther on RT1 on Tuesday nights now. They're on season five. Oh, that's the really scary one with the fellow with the mask. Oh. The, did you ever go back to that, no? No, there's too many needles in it, man. Oh, Jim. Couldn't be dealing. He was doing all sorts of mad stuff to people oh, I on know. buses. It was, well, that was the whole, the weirdness. It was definitely weird. I mean, the other series are scary, but that was, yes. I was, sitting watching, it with, I was sitting watching it with this face. <laughs> I just thought, this isn't good for me. I'm not watching this. <laughs> um, Kim Kardashian West says, Courtney left her bleeding when they had a fight. Scenes have made it into the recent series of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Now, that's more like it. Uh, as the two <laughs> sisters went blood to needles. War. No, no, like at least like two sisters giving each other a box. I'd watch that. I <laughs> <laughs> came explained to Jimmy Fallon via a video call what happened. Let's see what her mic's like. She scratched me so hard, which you guys didn't see. I had like, ble- I was bleeding. And when I looked down at my arm and I saw like she had really scratched me and I felt it all on my back, I just, you know, went over and slapped her back. See, I mean, I, w- I don't condone violence. And, you know, I wouldn't do it for me or anything. I'm just saying... Like two sisters having a proper row, that's that's more that's a bit juicier than most of the, the nonsense them just sitting around talking, isn't it? it? There is a bit of that, yeah. Um the Rise of Skywalker's co writer said that the film had to have an awful lot of rewrites and the script went through a lot of adjustments. This is Chris Terrio, as there was a kind of trial and error mentality towards plotting the story. Should yeah. you not know where the story's going before Is there room to adjust like that? He did say he's never rewritten a film as much as this one. 
Yeah, I don't like the sound of that. Get it right. If it ain't on the, the page and all that. The stormtroopers look kind of blue. Yeah. I don't mind them. I don't mind a blue stormtrooper. That's a good idea. Moving on with the old fashions. He said, it's like a tide. There's a new script every morning. But we just keep going at it. Every day? What? Speaking of Star Wars, I'm going to tell you something after seven. That's just, it's very special Star Wars in our house at the moment. But like something happened yesterday. There's just, uh, the force has touched our gaff. So, I'll tell you about it after seven. A lot of the, um, a lot of the people from the movie are very, very active on, on other ways to get in touch with them, which is very cool. Yeah. It kind of makes them a bit more um, attainable or something. I, I don't know. Um, a man who isn't attainable is Dermot Kennedy, and he'll be chatting to us a little later on on the show this morning. Um, I challenged so at the end of our, our chat, we're going to ask him to pick a song. And I have a fair idea what he's going to ask for because we've been lining up this interview with his people. But I asked his biggest fan, Emma Nolan, who's on Afters every morning, and she could not guess what huh? song Dermot picked to play from his own album. I so thought she went, was a fan. He went left to field. She probably was thinking the obvious ones. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's on his newest album. That's all I'll reveal for the moment. So if you've got your Dermot tickets and you're obviously in limbo wondering what's going to happen... Uh, will there be any announcements? I I think as well. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but if anyone remembers any, uh, I'm trying to think. I think we had something for World Energy in the late noughties. There was a big gig in Wembley. Then of course people will remember Band Aid. They'll remember Live Aid. I have a feeling in my bones something's going to be announced. <clears throat> Do you know Can't, something, Nobby? I can't, I don't know anything, I just... Sure, they can't announce gigs until they know everything's going to be okay. Yeah, but what if it's televised, Jim, and you can watch it from the safety of your own couch? F104, Stroke Clock, Dominic Feiken, three nights, it's ten past seven on the 1st of April. Welcome to a new month, everybody. Not sure it's going to make a difference, but... It's a bit and, like the uh, kids saying to you, Jim, uh, oh, the Easter holidays are coming soon. Yeah, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what difference is that going to make to you? Yeah. Sorry, kids. Well, the Easter Bunny, I'm sure, will be able to work out uh, where everyone is. Don't worry about that. Oh, yeah. Easter Bunny's flat out. The Easter Bunny has no excuses this year. No. So, uh, a lot of people got their first payment yesterday. Uh, 280,000 people received the first coronavirus emergency unemployment deposit uh, yesterday. 350 euros available for those who have lost their employment due to the current pandemic that's a lot of people isn't it it is it is hard to take in how many people that is it's just mad and there's very very few parts of uh, the economy that you know haven't been touched Mm. Um, I know some people that are working in these kind of multinational uh, heavily dependent on online companies and, and they're projecting growth for this year which is mad like this IT uh, the industry there is flying because there's so much requirement for IT staff at the moment as well yeah so there are certain areas but generally it's it's pretty grim uh, doctors on 24 hour shifts a 17 die in most deadly day uh, COVID-19 the intensive care patients will be asked to enjoy, join clinical trials for treatment there's also to be investigations into uh, nursing homes today and make sure that they're uh, practicing the safest the safest ways um, 
we've had you, we've had messages from people working in nursing homes saying that they don't have any PPE equipment that they should have, really, you know? Yeah, there's a few different... So, obviously, we heard in the news yesterday there's a few different things, like they might ask staff from there who are sharing uh, rented accommodation or whatever to, to not be able to... But then, where do you want them to go? And they did say the government are going to work on providing somewhere else, but, mm. you know, you could be in a healthcare staff and and reason you know healthy no no major symptoms but then obviously going back to work like that um so look it's, it's now they are saying the majority of places where um healthcare staff are, are catching uh, is actually in the communities not from sick people in hospitals at the moment right so it's the same with anyone who's cocooning as well. Uh, like we mentioned it yesterday in a kind of light-hearted way, but there's an awful lot of people who are cocooning who, who aren't listening to the warnings, who are still going out, who are still, you know, chatting with people. And, you know, there's, you know, <laughs> you have to just convince them that this is the best thing to do for the next couple of weeks. It's just, um, the, and the cocooning thing could go on longer than that. Because they're yeah, the most vulnerable. It will, it will go. I, don't, I think that's fair to say. It will go. Um, so, if anyone thought they saw uh, your man from the old Bournes, what's his name again, Matt Damon? Yeah. In Kalini. You did. Oh, what was he doing there? Gone for a jog. So, he was over here to film uh, a movie called uh, The Last Jewel. That got put on lockdown. He decided, I'm going to stay in Ireland. In fairness, it's you know one of the lowest places for the virus in the world yeah currently and uh, he's he's. I don't know if he's staying in a in a gaff that's been rented out for them probably um, not in a hotel I think I'm pretty sure of this now there's a couple of gaffs around the Kalini Docky area that are specifically there for celebrities or for very wealthy people to rent oh sure Eddie Irvine or Jordan in one of their houses was on yeah. Airbnb and that neck of the woods so yeah so that'd be nothing to him. So yeah, he could easily. Where does anyone know where Betsy was shocking? Not that we want to stalk him or anything. <laughs> um, just running around Kleine Hill. So I'm sure he has a hood up. He always looks good in hood. That man does not age. He just looks the same. He does, yeah. Um, I spotted an April Fool's joke. They really need to try harder in this case. It's a story about a government uh, deal from the UK to build a bridge between the UK from Hollyhead to Dublin. Oh. I'd actually love that. That'd be bloody brilliant. Uh, I, I've seen another one. It's April the Fool, so the, the newspapers are, are going with it. Uh, BrewTube. Fed up pub lovers can now get pints at home by cable. Thirsty <laughs> pub lovers can turn their lockdown into a lock-in today with beer pipes from boozers directly to their homes. <laughs> That's a good one. I like this. Uh, I've heard the bridge to Hollyhead a million times. Uh, several major drinks brands have signed up for the new underground ale delivery scheme, which has been dubbed Poor Band board band instead of broadband a network of unused broadband style cables will connect the shut pubs to fed up punters who are having to stay at home for a barely believable 20 euro a month <laughs> customers can have a special tap installed with up to four beer options <laughs> well uh, some homes have already been hooked up to the booze network and can start pouring their own beers from today I, I'd, I'd love to be there if somebody believed that a spokesman for the service said there's lots of underground cabling networks not being used since Ireland switched to fibre optics, so the scheme will make use of them and will make sure that Ireland is still able to indulge in this love of a good beer. I think they do call the cables in pubs optics as well, so again, people will fall for anything. 
Maybe that'll well, happen down the line, but it's a good April Fool's one. Brewtube. And uh, it's it's more of an ad than a story, but if you watch the original Save Me, um, which has the actor who plays Tony in uh, Line of Duty in the first series, Saran Jones, I'm pretty sure she's in it as well. It's everywhere today that all episodes are available now. You can't miss it. Great. Some new stuff. Some new stuff, some new content. Uh, right, it's 7.16. You can give us a shout on the WhatsApp on 087-679-7104. We are here with you. We will get everybody through this. We'll, uh, we're all, you know, ticking along. Nothing will stop this boulder of a show. That's the first time I mentioned boulder on today's show. Um, and coming up as well, Nobby, I have a, a, this guy, I, f- I found it on um, online, and this guy is brilliant. He's going to show everybody how to write an Ed Sheeran song in two minutes. Very good. That's coming up in a few minutes. How do you write an Ed Sheeran song? And do, how do, you know, do you get to become a multimillionaire just like Ed from doing this? So this guy's brilliant. His name is Rob J. Maiden. He has a YouTube alter ego called Brett Domino. And he does kind of music stuff online. And uh, I've been enjoying his stuff. And he has this thing about how to write an Ed Sheeran song. And there's like four easy ways. It's like uh, the chords, the melody, the lyrics, and then the style, which is like a folky... R&B. So and you have noticed before that the amount of times Ed Sheeran talks about touching body parts in, yes. in songs, for example. So what he does is he gets all the lyrics of all the Ed Sheeran songs, puts them in a word cloud, you know, so that the, the, the most used words will appear, so that love is in there, and he, he uses all the biggest words, the most used words in all the other Ed Sheeran songs. The song doesn't make any sense, he just throws a lot of words together. And he uses the chords that Ed Sheeran uses. Here he is explaining it. His name is Brett Domino. He's on YouTube. This is class. Have a listen. Want to write a hip-hop song like Ed Sheeran? I can't really play the guitar, but I, I, for this video, I've learnt four simple guitar chords. C minor, E flat, A flat, G. A lot of the time, Ed just hits it anyway, so that, that's a lot easier. I've been listening to a lot of Ed Sheeran's big tunes, uh, and it seems that he's a big fan of these three notes. Here's a little montage of some Ed Sheeran songs to illustrate that point that I've just made. Needless to say, use them three notes for your hook. So in terms of lyrical content, what I've done is um, typed up all the lyrics to all the songs Ed Sheeran has written so far and put them into an online word cloud generator. So we've got an acoustic guitar, four chords, three key notes and a word cloud of Ed Sheeran lyrics. Put it all together into a folky pop song with elements of R&B and you've got yourself your very own Ed Sheeran hit. This is brilliant. It really sounds like an Ed Sheeran song. Time kissing, but not me. I'm with the shame that my lips are in my heart. 
haven't healed you. So wow. my heart wanna love that the, the biggest words, the most used words in, an Ed, in all the Ed Sheeran songs, if you word cloud them, are my heart wanna love. <laughs> and that's what you made the song about. It's brilliant. His name is Ed uh, Brett Domino and he's on uh, YouTube. He's funny. Ed guy. Brett Domino. No, uh, Brett Domino, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'd like to think I could see Ed laughing long listening to that. I, I don't know. It's hard to know. Uh, I'd say I'd say he'd like that. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty. My heart wanna love. I'm Is it on YouTube? That, that's on YouTube. Yeah, we shared the link. Uh, Class, it's funny, isn't it? Now it's in time trolley. for showbiz news. FM 104's dish the dirt. Dish the dirt. So I can tell you that Anton Decker in trouble again. They received another complaint about Saturday Night Takeaway. Uh, over the infect the humans joke in the Men in Brown sketch. You know, they had this little series that was going through it. And they filmed it weeks ago. It was written probably months before that. And they had this thing where they they got this funny eyes and they're going to infect the humans, infect the humans, which obviously, you know, isn't appropriate around this time. But, like, people know they, they filmed it weeks ago, no? Yeah, but they would have made a call to leave it in or out. Yeah, well, they couldn't have taken it out because it was... It was, you know, part of the whole thing. So they're in trouble again. So that's, they've been in trouble for every episode. Pussycat dolls, uh, F-bombs. Do you think it's someone on their own team sending strongly worded emails on their behalf to just keep them in the news? Well, I said to you before, like, you know, just when this series started, I think that Ant and Deck are trying to uh, edge themselves up a little bit, maybe. Not, not be, you know, safe. Mm. Could be uh, something going on there, I don't know. Andy said, yes, it was outside the Queen's... Well, we'll all be back in there with Matt one day. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. Uh, Dwayne Johnson has confirmed a Hobson Shaw 2 is in development. There's a spin-off to the Fast and Furious from last year. Was the Fast and Furious thing just can't go away, can it? It really can't go away, no. Now, was that Hobson Shaw any use? I don't, can't remember, was, were people losing their mind over it or not? I don't know, I've, I've never seen any of the Fast and Furious. So, uh, I'd, I'd say that if the lockdown went on for a year, I probably wouldn't either. Laura <laughs> 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 uh, Whitmore uh, says Caroline Flack thought being forced to quit Love Island would be beneficial for her. Laura sat down with Frankie Bridges for her podcast Open Mind, during which she said she'd recalled one of the last moments she spoke to Caroline. Uh, having taken over from her on the Winter Love Island edition, Laura says... Uh, the TV host admitted having to leave the show might actually help her work through her problems. Um, here is, I think, oh no, sorry, we don't have a clip of, uh, of, of Laura. We no, should get yeah. one of them. I think a lot, kind of, she seemed like a, a pal of hers, so she might have a, a better insight than most. Inside the K is going to be fairly heavy this evening because it's the painful reality facing Gardi dealing with the uh, mental health crisis and it's laid bare in the uh, documentary footage tonight, so... Yeah, uh, you know this is your favorite show, Nobs. It is, uh, but it all, I think it's just it's a mental health episode in general. It also will talk about prisoners, and a lot of them will have mental health issues, which gets them into trouble in, in the first place. So um, it's not just focusing on the guardy, but I think there is quite a tragic side of it for one member of the force as well. So yeah, this is the episode I think that they moved two weeks ago. So I don't know if we're any better off as a nation. So look up to yourself. We're all adults. You can decide whether your headspace is right for it at the moment or not. But yeah, might record it and watch it uh, in a few months. <laughs> There's a lot of heavy stuff. Uh, yeah. Well, on the on the flip side of that, I'm Gavin Alaf. Um, 
So Lewis Capaldi wants to team up with James Corden to do a sitcom. Right. He's not being Gavin Stacey now, is he? No. Uh, Lewis explained, if we can reach out to James and Ruth, please give me a call and we'll write a sitcom about my life and uh, I'll take the lion's share of the cash. It would be great. I probably wouldn't be in it because I'm a terrible actor. So he's always putting himself down. Uh, but he's a very funny guy. He could easily do comedy. Like, people say his shows are half stand-up and half crooning, you know? Like, so... Yeah, yeah well... Heartbreak. Lewis himself seems all right, but a lot of singers, a lot of artists could be very good at acting because, you know, they can turn it on when they need to and turn it off and turn into their real side. Um, so I don't know if they wouldn't be that good at acting, you know? He wants his mum in it. He says, he's, uh, I still share a car with my mum. I'm on the insurance. I remember when she, <laughs> bought, when she bought it, she was, going to, she, she was letting me share it. And I think, despite me, she bought a mint green Ford Fiesta Nobby. Wow. My he first car that, too, Lewis. Yeah, my too. And yeah, I don't even think she likes the colour. I think she bought it because she was so enraged at me for using her car. That she thought, I'm going to bleep him. I'm going to punish this man. <laughs> Yours so, was actually a worse colour than mint green than your Ford Fiesta, in fairness. Yeah, mine was kind of a cup of sick, cup of sick brown. <laughs> <laughs> cup of sick brown. <laughs> it was gold. Oh. Mine was gold, yeah. With brown all the, gl- all the glitters, Jim. All the glitters. Um, now, in about an hour's time from now, we will be chatting to Dermot Kennedy. It's taken the pandemic to get him on the show, unfortunately. Uh, he's in lockdown. And uh, if you think he's at home, you know, writing more heartbreak... Well, we might be letting you in for a bit of a surprise when we chat to Dermot Kennedy. And, and also, uh, Mr. Lockdown is the brand new Mr. Man that didn't make it. Uh, he's here this morning and his girlfriend is Little Miss Group Chat. We all know one of them. Oh, we certainly do. Mute the chat. Mute the chat. As you know, a lot of people are, are, are called Mr. Lockdown or sometimes... Uh, Mr. Work From Home, uh, that is the new Mr. Men that uh, didn't make it. And he's married to, uh, or his girlfriend that he lives with, is uh, Little Miss Group Chat. And we can now go to a brand new Mr. Men that didn't make it. Hello, boys and girls. Today we meet Mr. Lockdown. Mr. Lockdown has been working from home for the last few weeks. Hello, boss. Yeah, I'm flat out here, yeah. I've been working very hard on that project all morning, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, look, I'll soldier on, you know, hey. Yeah, no, I can't complain, you know. And you, yeah, we're working very hard in very, very difficult circumstances, you know. Okay, gonna go, because I'm so busy. Boy, boss, yeah, yeah. Um, you may have noticed that oh, another recipe for banana bread. Mr. Lockdown lives with his girlfriend, Little Miss Group Chat. Little Miss Group Chat? Yes, Mr. Lockdown. You wouldn't make me a cup of tea in there, would you? I'm working very hard here in the sitting room. Okay, Mr. Work from Home. You're really working harder than ever. Are you going to put on underpants today? Yeah, I'm going to throw on some underpants in a short liner because I've got a management Skype call and it's very stressful. I'm going to have to send an email and things, so. I'm just going to keep going here. I'm really, really busy, you know. Little Miss Group Chat sits in the kitchen and she never stops sending messages. Hi, girls. Who's up for a Zoom coffee morning? Hi, Hans. Who's up for a house party banana bread bake-off? Woof, woof. Hey, babes. Is it wine o'clock yet? Hello. Hey, girls. Who's feeling drab yet fab? 
Hi, ladies. Let's all have a picture of your Prosecco. Here's mine. Show me yours. Mr. Work From Home and Little Miss Group Chat are not very good company for each other. Mr. Work From Home is busy pretending to work. Oh, man, another email. Another email. I get loads of emails every day. And I have to reply to nearly all of them. And Little Miss Group Chat is in the kitchen, pretending her friends want to hear from her. Like me. Please like this. I, I, I sent you a meme. Please like us. Why did you not like it? What have I done? Did I do something to annoy you? She's also hoovering her way through all the fizzy drink supplies. <sighs> That's really good, that one. But then, one day, something happened that changed how they lived. The internet got overloaded and broke down. Huh? What? Mr. Lockdown came in from the sitting room to the kitchen and he met his girlfriend, Little Miss Groupchat. Oh, hello, Little Miss Groupchat. Hello, Mr. Lockdown. What'll we do now? Um, maybe we could talk. Yeah, yeah. And maybe we could have fizzy drinks together. Okay. And baked banana bread. Yeah, cool. This isn't so bad, is it? I feel free. Me too, actually. This is this is a bit more normal, you know, just talking to each other like face to face and all. Yeah, I forgot how nice you were. But just then, the internet came back. Mr. Lockdown Skype started ringing immediately. Oh, I'm going to have to take that for work, you know. These are crazy times. I have to do all I can, you know. And little Miss Group Chat went back to her messages. Hi, girls. Did your internet go down too? I was getting freaked there. Who's up for Instagram Live talking about your favourite box sets? And they both went back to their screens, where they lived for the rest of their lives. Goodbye, boys and girls. Stay safe. Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104. Dublin's hit music station. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. FA 104's Instagram with cover in a click. Young driver car insurance specialists. See what you can save. Cover in a click. 10 questions. 60 seconds. Euro. FM 104's Instagram. So we have Hannah from Darndale. She's an SNA in a school, obviously off at the moment. How's it Hi, all going for you? you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you today? Oh, we're grand. We're grand. Yes, so you're in the <laughs> teaching profession. Yeah, so I'm just at home for the foreseeable future until everything gets sorted. Right. What school do you uh, teach in? Um, school care on in Dunny Kearney. I'm a special needs assistant there. Right, okay. They're just as important, Anna. It's very don't, important. Don't mark it down. <laughs> and I, I, you're missing everybody because I know a lot of the, the teachers are really missing their their students. Oh, I miss, yeah, I work in an autism unit, so I work with six yeah. kids and I miss them so much. I just want to know how they're getting on and stuff. They yeah. really are like uh, the, the teachers. All the teachers are really missing their little faces, you know, because it's all the noise. It's like, where's the noise know, gone? But, <laughs> but it's weird though. Cause you like when you're in work, you're like, oh, I can't wait to go home. And then when you're not in yeah. work, you're like, oh my god, I wonder how everyone's getting on. Do you know? So yeah. just hope they're getting on um, well because it's a really stressful time. Isn't it? Yeah. Well, hopefully a few of them are listening and they'll hear you and they'll be cheering you on. Yeah. Okay, on Donny Carney. Shout it to everybody there. <laughs> Kids, if you're if you're listening on the app or smart speakers or on, on Virgin Media nine three zero, you want to say hello to your schoolmates. You can WhatsApp us in. We'll do that for you. Actually, <laughs> um, kids, if you if you're missing your teacher, give us a WhatsApp audio. We'll say hello to your teacher for you. Oh, that's a nice idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. Right, Hannah, let's stick ten questions on for you and see if we can sort you out with a grand. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Best of luck. Thank you. The game begins in three, two, one. What is the largest county in Ireland? Cork. TV's Anton Deck are from which English city? Newcastle. Uh, what are made and repaired by a cobbler? Shoes. In the medical profession, what do the initials GP stand for? Sorry, say that again? What does GP in the medical profession, GP, what does oh, the GP General stand for? Practitioner. True or false? I'm naked right now. False. Unfortunately. Did you say false? (laughs) In what sport would you find a loose head prop? A loose head top? Prop. Prop. Oh, prop. Oh, oh no. I don't know. Um, Golf. What colour are the four stars on the New Zealand flag? White. What joint connects the foot to the leg? The ankle. Who had a massive 2012 number one with somebody that I used to know? Gautier and Kimber. Very good. And what actor played Jim in the American version of The Office? Um, Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Right, okay. Hannah, you did really well. The first five were straight out... um, Oh, no. I'm, I'm not naked right now. Uh, General practitioner shoes, Newcastle Cork, all correct. But then we hit 
A bump? What? A loose head prop, you'd find that. The other one would be the tight head prop in rugby. Oh no! Yeah, don't say something that's going on. My friend Deborah would have known that. <laughs> they're the two. They're 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 in the front row. So you have the two props and a hooker in the middle. Oh no! That's a shame. <laughs> the stars and New Zealand flag, New Zealand, are red. New Zealand. They're New Zealand. red, oh, yes, not white. And it's John Krasinski. Is, yeah, John Krasinski. Yeah, Mary Emily. Yeah. Oh, I knew straight away after that I missed that one up. Actually, well, very confidently <laughs> delivered. I think on a different day you'd be getting a ten, Hannah. Yeah, <laughs> well, sure. Hopefully next time. You got seven, so no disgrace there at all. Yeah, <laughs> oh, thanks for letting me on the show. I really appreciate it. It was great. No, you're very well. Oh, no worries. <laughs> thanks for still having us on in the background. Um, no so look, when we can sort you out, we're not too far from Donny Carney. So uh, when we can sort you out with a cuddle mug, we will. Oh, that's perfect. Thank you very much. All right. <laughs> thanks for playing. Have a nice day. See ya. Bye. You too. Bye bye. Very nice caller, wasn't she? That was nice. Very nice. Yeah. She was good too. She was. So we looked at Twitter this morning and we saw that we were tagged in a video and uh, this is a, a nice bit of work was put put into it. Um, <laughs> yeah, a little April Fool's trick on some I'm children. Gonna, I'm going to play this music because I, I kind of miss it. Kids in the car, kids in the car, everyone is a little star. Oh, yes, Early they are. on the strawberry, they chat to Jim and Nobby. Kids in the car on FM 104. So, Good morning. Good morning, Fiona. Hiya. Who came <laughs> up with this idea, Fiona? <laughs> Bad mummy. <laughs> Well, me and my husband, we'd seen something on Facebook saying, um, you know, trick your kids into going to school. So we thought about it last night, got their uniforms and all ready. Right. And, did uh, you film it all this morning or did you film any of it yesterday? No, we did it all this morning. Wow. We got up really early. Brilliant kids, so like, Fred, Freddie and Millie. Yeah, Freddie and Millie. So, obviously, they're off school at the moment, like everybody else. Yeah. How long have you been planning out this little military <laughs> film production? Just, just since yesterday. So, you woke them up. They're in their, be- they're in their beds asleep, probably enjoying the time off school. <laughs> yeah. And you told them what? Let's listen to a bit of the video. Here are the, here are, here are the kids getting woken up. Here's the video now. Morning. Morning. Ready to get up for school? <laughs> Having breakfast at the table. They got their uniforms on. Freddie does not look impressed at all. Let me get a nice picture. Ready? Smile, because you're happy to go back to school. <laughs> Three, two, one, smile. Up against the wall for a picture. Back yep. to school picture. Uniforms on, coats right, on, bags go on. Right, we're going to go so we don't miss Instagrams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, Freddie looks like he wants to kill. Freddie's just looking like really likes being at home all this time. It was great fun. Out the door. Out the door, you really went the whole way, didn't you? Bags on. Know what day it is. April Fool's Day! 
Freddy's off. He's just throwing off down the driveway. Fred. Millie doesn't understand what's going on. Freddy's disgusted with you. What's April Fields Day mean? <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> In fairness, Freddie looked like he was having a really nice kip. He didn't want to get up out of bed at all. He was he was quite happy to stay in bed. He got used to it. Ah, uh, did he? Oh no! Because he didn't want to go to school. <laughs> well, that's that's going to be in a reality. Like when when this is all over, like the kids aren't want to go. They're not going to want to go back. How are they going to go back? Yeah. When he's gone, uh, they'll get sick of it after a while. No, what are they in the same school or where where do they go? Yeah, they go to school where we're in Clongarth and Right. Well, you and got them. What age is Eddie? Millie is eight and Freddie is six. Well, you unbelievable. Got them. I mean, <laughs> that's sinker. So, if anyone wants to go and have a little look at the video, it's on F104's Instagram, it's on our Twitter. Uh, that's a video you're going to be able to show them in years to come. Do you remember the time? <laughs> we tricked you going to school. Well, the good news is the good news is you tell Freddie and Millie that they've put a smile on people's faces this morning and we all needed it so thanks to Freddie and Millie for that Uh, no problem 100% no problem 100% look we're we're going to give you four cuddle mugs everybody's going to have one in the house (laughs) brilliant Um, when it's it's safe to do so and and how are you getting on minding them and it's tough isn't it it is tough yeah we're coping but yeah, I think all the parents are in the same boat. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, well done, Freddie. Well done, Millie. Uh, Freddie, you can relax now. You can you can stand down. Back to bed. <laughs> Back to bed. <laughs> Lions again tomorrow. And uh, thanks for having, still having us on. Cheers, Even though the routine has changed. No thanks, Ed. Well done. Have a good well day. Well done. <laughs> you too. Bye. Have a good one. That's a proper April Fool's. Uh, I did get caught with one yesterday. I'll tell you about it in a few minutes. I can't believe I fell for it, but it's going to be hard to top that one. Once again, go have a look at the Instagram and the Twitter and you can see the kids. Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. So, uh, Billie Eilish warns fans about a hoax or pretending to be her on Snapchat. She went on social media to warn fans about fake profiles that are set up in her name. Most uh, celebrities seem to have this problem. Uh, posting on this one, the verified tick came in. Posting on her verified Instagram account, the singer told her followers there is a hoax account on Snapchat pretending to be her. Uh, if you think you're talking to me, it's not me. I promise you. No matter what they say to convince you, on my entire family's life, I'm not talking to you through Snapchat. It's not me. How do I'm we know it's her? This time, Jim. Well, she's not on, She's not talking to anyone on Snapchat. I think that's what she's saying. Okay. So, uh... She's also pleading with YouTubers to stop dressing as her and going out in public to film content. Of course, yeah. Very easy to this dress is, her because you wouldn't be able to see the face much, you know. This is someone who, for the majority of the world, unless you were 16, a year and a half ago, you hadn't even heard of. And now she's having to tell people, stop dressing up as me and huh. stay in your gaff. Pretty mad. Eminem has opened up about parenting and how proud he is of his daughter, Hayley. Uh, she qualified from college. She graduated there the other day. She has a boyfriend. She's doing good. She's made me proud for sure. She's graduated from college. I don't know what she graduated as, what uh, what she was studying, but uh, he said that his ex-wife and high school sweetheart, Kimberly, who uh, he's been married to twice, um, 
and his real name. Yeah. Um, here's what he said about his daughter, Henry. Uh Haley is um, 23. What's that? What's that? Like she has boyfriends and stuff. She has babies. She not babies. Nope. Just um, boyfriend. And um, yeah, she's doing. She's 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 doing good. She's she's made me proud for sure. She graduated from college. 3.9. Wow. Yeah. Good for her, man. Yeah, thank That's you. That's awesome. How's that feel? You have a 23-year-old. I was just listening to Slim Shady. Yeah. And listening yeah, to it's, that. It's, it's, it, it, it definitely is crazy. It definitely is crazy. I have a... When I think about my accomplishments, like that's probably the thing I'm the most proud of. Fair enough. Imagine Eminem being your father-in-law, though. Oh, yeah, you'd be on your best behavior. Would you call him Marshall or would you call him Mr. Eminem? Mr. Mathers. Mr. Mathers to you. Hello, sir. <laughs> yes, I will have her back by half ten. Are we having spaghetti for dinner? <laughs> God, I dread those days. Um, <laughs> in other Dish the Dirt news this morning, we can tell you that uh, the new trader for normal people has appeared online. I saw a few Irish people saying they've managed to trick the LI player into working. How do they do it? Share the love. Know. We do need to hear that love being shared. Uh, it was just confirmed yesterday that normal people will air on RT as well. So it'll be April 26th and 29th in different markets. So I'd say the, the last week in April is when um, you'll get it. Um, Lenny Abrahamson, of course, who you're a big fan of, Jim. Yeah, he uh, still did. Is the director. And uh, it's based on conversations with people. And let, me, let us give you a little bit of a flavour. You know, when we were together in first year of college. That was kind of a perfect time in my life, to be honest. It'd be awkward if something happened with us. No one would have to know. We hook up. Secretly. Like some kind of game. It's not what I want anymore. I feel nothing for you. Nothing. Why are you saying this? Her new boyfriend is more in line with her social class. Are you dating anyone problematic at the moment? I haven't had a midnight call from you in a while. No, I haven't. And as we said, now it's not just Lenny uh, directing, it's uh, Hetty MacDonald as well, and it's adapted from Sally Rooney's novel. So, quite give, right. them the, give them the old name checks. Sue Perkins is thanking technology for making her look good in her latest show. She stars in the new Sky comedy series, Hitmen, alongside her comedy partner for years, Mel. And uh, Sue shares a funny behind-the-scenes moment while filming. We ran as fast as we could and thought we'd done a really good job. And, and when we came back to where the director was standing, we heard him say, don't worry, we'll speed that up in post. So I think a lot of our running had to be accelerated in the edit. Has anyone seen that? Is it any use? It's, it's all on Sky and Sky Now TV, the whole, the whole series. Yeah. Any, any use? I haven't Anybody? seen it, but it looks funny. James Corden. I like everything else they do. James yeah. Corden. He's also talking about the maths part of uh, homeschooling and talking about how difficult he's finding it. I do like when famous people say this to make everyone feel like you're not in this on your own. Uh, he's hoping to bring everyone together by making online festivals for his fans of his Late Late Show. He created Home Fest, which has got BTS, Billie Eilish, Will Ferrell, and many more playing from the comfort of their own homes and linking up. I found that when I've called friends or when I've FaceTimed my parents or my sisters. Reaching out to somebody else who you think might be struggling too is pretty much the best thing we can all do because we absolutely will get through this. That is your dish for now, Jim. He's got his wobbly voice on again. Yes, he does. 
Do it for your nation. Dublin's FM4. It is the Strawberry Alarm Clock and we can now go to the phone. We've had the President, we've had Joe Wicks and now we go to a real musician who has every stadium and field in Ireland booked out for the summer. <laughs> but uh, a lot of those uh, are in doubt now. Dermot Kennedy, good morning. How's things? How are you? Anything you can fill these fields with while there's no fans in them? Anything you'd like to stick in them? Family and friends. I mean, if 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 the gigs don't go ahead, I'll just get my nearest and dearest. I'll just make them come. <laughs> <laughs> it's taken a pandemic for us to get you on on the phone. It's, you're a hard man to track down. We're glad to finally get really? you. Yeah. Well, I'm stuck at home now, so we can stay on the phone for as long as you like. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people your age have gone home to to stay with parents and stuff. Are you isolating by yourself? Where exactly is home? That's where I'm at. Yeah. So I, uh, we had to leg it from. Chicago in the end we were in Michigan and then we had to drive to Chicago and we got sort of the last flights out of there and um, just came straight to my parents and I've literally been inside ever since that was about two and a half weeks ago have you gone on Instagram and done any live performances yet like everybody else has, has tried I know yeah, everybody's doing it uh, I have I've done a bunch um, no nah, it's been good though it's funny because it's it's mad to go from being on tour and playing a bunch of gigs and different theatres and venues and all that and then to go to playing in your sitting room but uh, it, it just it feels good to connect with people who like your music and to feel like you're doing something to connect with them you know I'd imagine as an artist a lot of your music gets people through tough times whether it's breakups emotional times so I'd imagine you could be helping right now in your own small yeah it's a lovely idea to think that um whatever music you make and whatever song you sing for people can help in any way i mean jesus if i can be of service in that way at all that feels like a great thing but i'll i'll keep doing i'll keep playing those shows i think people at this time just almost want to have a brief period of time where they're not watching the news or thinking about it or just thinking about how bad it could be so i think it's nice to be able to do that for people yeah now our own emma nolan is a super fan of yours uh, you probably know that she really, absolutely, she talks about you all the time. She loves you. Um, I'm just one, and she also has a tattoo of one of your lyrics on her arm. Do you have a tattoo of, of any of your lyrics or anyone else's lyrics on you? Tattoo of Emma, maybe? No, I don't. I have only a few tattoos, but I, I, I always toyed with the idea of getting my own lyrics. I don't know how much of a sort of, how much of a bad thing that is, how much of a sort of arsehole you are for doing that. I don't know if you wrote the thing yourself, but... Uh, but uh, it's definitely something I've thought about. But then I would have to figure out like which lyric means the most to me, and I think that's a difficult thing to do. And then it would probably be a different thing the next week, so maybe I won't. Well, also, Dermot, you, you, could, I mean, you, could, you could put it somewhere that you know it's there, but not many people get to see, if you know what I mean. Well, that's it. Uh, yeah, very select few people would see it. <laughs> now, just, uh, now we have you. We, now, we've spoken to many songwriters uh, recently, and they all seem to have this experience where when they're writing a song sometimes it can be a hard one but sometimes it just comes to you like it's like it's already been written and it just kind of comes through you flows through you have you had that experience too oh uh, yeah definitely and i i think i think i've done more of the former i think i've spent more time sort of laboring over things and, and things that take a long time but i think it comes with time too is like a certain confidence in what you do and i think it takes a lot of that to be able to trust what comes out and and to even sort of get out of the way and allow for something like that to happen, but it's beautiful. You already finish a song in a day, and you know you don't need to come back to it. It's it's really cool. But I, I'm more used to sort of labouring over things and thinking about them too much. A lot of art as well from talking over the years, or anything that people excel in, it doesn't happen overnight. It does take hard work. 
sometimes there's a little bit of luck involved as well. I remember a few years ago seeing a video of you at the top of Grafton Street busking with a speaker. And we're not talking years yeah. and years ago, relatively, but, you know, your music has exploded. There's a lot of airplay happening in the UK and beyond now as well. Is there any one thing you can, that day at 12 o'clock, this person rang me and it all changed, or is it all just been gathering moss like a big boulder, a dermot boulder? Yeah, no, I think you're right. I, I, I don't think there was necessarily one moment where it kind of kicked off. I think it was generally... It was definitely a gradual thing, and, and there's certain moments that I can put my finger on, and but there was no thing where someone kind of saw me busking and then, like, brought me off, and, and, and that was the moment my life changed. Like, it was definitely over time. I think I basically went to... I, I was uploading myself online by myself, and it, it went from getting no plays to some plays to a lot of plays, and then I just kind of chased it from there. It was It was definitely just, like gathering over time yeah and the amount of gigs that you have uh, you know lined up when you when you sell out somewhere big and then you 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 know test the water with another one and then at another date and then another date and it just keeps rolling did you think all these places we'd sell so many tickets i mean it that's been gradual too like say yeah one of the biggest live moments we've had was a few weeks ago we played radio city in new york and it's a historic venue in new york and then six thousand people and it, it just seems like the biggest deal in the world but then i think about the fact that we had played five or six gigs in new york already and we had gone up in kind of say 500 to 800 people every time and so even though it is this amazing thing i think if you've got a good this sounds really boring but if you've got like a good booking agent and all that like they will prepare you for each step and each step gets you ready for the next one and so like say like the pinnacle of playing music in new york is madison square garden like if we do that next time at least we've already played Radio City and you've got that experience. So it is, it's unreal to be selling tickets all the time. And, uh, and there are some times where you're sort of, someone suggests that you put on a second or a third night somewhere and you kind of think like, you think like, uh, this gig is like two months out. Like, are we really going to sell 5,000 more tickets? But uh, you just have to trust the team around you and also just trust your music and trust your fan base that they will sort of turn out for you. But yeah, that's, that's been the best part of all of this, and I guess that's why we haven't really let up in the touring at all, is because people keep coming out for us. So uh, it's, it's a very, very rewarding thing. It's my favourite part. How far back yeah. do you go into your school days, Dermot, where, you know, Dublin being a small place, Ireland being a small place, who have you heard from out of the blue? Say, uh, Dermot, can I get some tickets to your show? We were in uh, oh, Junior Infants together. Oh, it happens all the time, yeah. And generally, the people I was friends with and the people I was close with, the people I was close with, like... They never ask. They're the ones who you just meet after your gig and you find out they'll have bought tickets. But people you didn't really know are the ones that are like, oh, any chance I could get guest lists? And it's like, like, I do give guest lists out to people just like randomly sometimes. Like, say if you're in Vancouver and you meet someone in the street and they're nice to you and, and they don't have tickets or whatever, you can figure it out. But, like, I, I find it funny when you're like someone you were around for three or four years who you never really spoke to and weren't friends with then texts you and says, like, any chance? It's like, no. I know, yeah. <laughs> no. And do you think, is, are there any <laughs> music teachers and stuff like that? I know Ed Sheeran, uh, some of his teachers kind of, uh, more in fairness, he'll mention them rather than they're claiming the fame of Ed Sheeran. But do you think, is there anyone in your life musically who kind of just helped you, guided you, sort of got you into playing an instrument and learning how to play and read music and write? Or Yeah, I was really lucky. I, I kind of had a few people along the way when I was younger who helped me out. There was like, there was my cousin David who brought me to buy my first guitar and so that was a big thing. 
And then I had a music teacher in school called Miss Ryan, and she was really, really helpful in terms of just, like, giving me the confidence to sing in front of people. And then I had another music teacher called Mr. Meredith, who was really, really cool and, and just helped me, like... I think I think in school my music teachers are so important because it, I think really helped me sort of learn how to play in front of people and then that went from playing in school to playing in front of people in the street and I think that then equipped me to go and play and have a career and all that but uh, the progression of it was was it was a nice way to learn things and it was just cool to. It was just cool to have people along the way who supported me and, and, and sort of pushed me to do it. What way will you be chilling now when you're uh, staying in your house? What will you be watching? What will you be listening to? What will you be reading? You know, what, what's a Dermot Kennedy chill-out sound like? PlayStation all day long. And literally, <laughs> like, before you know it, five hours have passed. It's the best <laughs> and the worst at the same time. Because, like, yeah, I, I was listening to a thing recently and they were talking about how if someone reads books all day, you'd be like, oh, that person's so intelligent, that's so beautiful. And, but then if someone plays PlayStation all day, no matter how good it is, you'd be like, oh, God, what a waste. That's the worst thing. So <laughs> yeah. I try and I do try and read as much as I can. But these days, I mean, like, I'm thankful for the break, too, to be honest. So I'm just I'm letting my mind be as silly as it needs to be. It would be unfair of me to get through this interview without having WhatsApped Emma Nolan uh, to say we're talking to you. So, Dermot, here's your Emma Nolan question. What was your essay oh, wow. writing like in, in school? grand yeah in the like the creative the 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 paper one i remember i learned mine <laughs> off by heart because i did one i did one in the lead in the lead up to the leaving and i remember my teacher gave me like 90 percent, and so i was like happy days that is my essay for the leaving cert and no matter what title comes out i will i will crowbar this essay into it so i can't remember what the title was but I, uh, I I took my essay, and no matter what the title was, it was going to be that exact thing. So I learned my whole essay, like, word for word, and just jammed it down. It was like copy and paste out of my brain. What was the essay about? I can't remember. I think it was about, uh, it was about uh, someone surfing somewhere, and it, it had something to do with somebody, like, basically leaving behind like a normal life and just deciding to become a surfer and then they basically something that is I'm pretty sure physically impossible they just surfed out into the ocean uh, and there was this mad sort of thing where they just they just kept going and that was the story they just sort of surfed for the rest of their days and I don't know how it got 90% in the mocks or whatever it was but I, I that was the only part of the leave insert that I looked forward to and so yeah that like that was the only part of school almost apart from music and maybe history that I feel actually um was appropriate to the type of brain I have so uh so I was happy to do it well that surfing you you someone because you started on Grafton Street and you just kept surfing well, the wave it, kept getting yeah, bigger yeah you're the yeah, surfer yeah. the boat is just off New York at the moment Dermot uh speaking of mocks and you know that that space you were in not so long ago doing your leaving cert. If you're if you're a fan of yours now, or just you know a 17, 18 year old, uh, anxious about mocks that didn't happen, leaving certs up in the air, what would Dermot now say to Dermot then? If that was the case, yeah. I mean, well, is there a plan in place for like rescheduled exams and stuff? I don't think they even know yet. But uh, you know, people are going to you know it's a stressful enough time you've been there, and then to not know yeah. is it happening in June? Do I keep on revising? Do I? What bit yeah, of advice would, would you give? I would say so. I mean, now's the time, isn't it? Like, because it varies wildly. Like, there's, there's the super prepared people who study all year. But, you, like, 
you can get so much done in such a short space of time. So I, I would imagine I, I, it feels sort of like math for me to say because I was not the best student. But I would say just prepare as if they are going ahead. Yeah. Good advice. Good advice. Right. <laughs> Very blunt, but that, I mean, it's just, that's, that's what I have to say on the matter, yeah. Sometimes the best advice is, that's the thing. We wish you, uh, what Jim always likes to say, continued success. I mean, it would be amazing sometime down the future when everyone can see each other again to get you in the studio and jam out some tunes. And Yeah, that'd be great, I'd love that. Keep playing the PlayStation, might see you online do, yeah, sometime. Yeah. Oh, please do, yeah. Darren Kenny, thanks for breaking out from the isolation to chat to us. Nice and, one, uh, what if we're going to stick on one of your tunes? I know you don't want to get your own lyrics tattooed on yourself, but if if we were to play one of your songs after chatting to you, what would you pick? Uh, uh, play a song called "Lost," please, if you've got it. Darren Kenny, thanks for chatting to us. Thanks, lads. All the best. Isolation has meant you have gotten into movies, lots and lots of movies. But there's one particular franchise that has captured the imagination of an eight-year-old boy called Bowie Nugent. So he's already uh, you know, absolutely mad into Star Wars and then Disney Plus got released and like suddenly we had access to the whole Star Wars world. We said, right, look, we'll watch them bit by bit. We'll watch them all. We'll go back and watch the original three, or no, the, the, the one, two, and three, episodes one, two, and three, which people panned at the time. I thought they were really good. Um, I, never <laughs> saw, I never saw, the, apart from the original three, I've never seen anything. So I Listen, watched it for the first time with him. There's always someone who'll moan. Doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> yeah, I've learned that. Anyway, so um, so he's been really into Star Wars. So he's been playing the Star Wars theme on the keyboards and he's getting really good at it. And then yesterday he was uh, running around the house dressed up in his Darth Vader outfit that he had for Halloween a couple of years ago. And uh, it doesn't really fit him anymore, but he's, he's dressed up as Darth Vader and he's sitting on the couch and he has a little keyboard on his lap and he's playing the Darth I said, hang on a second. So I videoed it, just for my own thing, because it was just really funny. And uh, here, here he is. This is the audio of him sitting on the couch. Now, you got to remember, he's dressed fo- with the helmet on and everything, so you can barely see the keys. This is him playing the Vader theme. finishes and he gives me a little nod like Darth Vader would oh so uh, <laughs> I put I tweeted it last night and I said hey Hamill Hamill himself which is Mark Hamill's Twitter account I follow him he's pretty funny his name Hamill himself yeah and I said can you guess who this guy's favourite character is and about an hour later he liked it so I go oh my god that's Luke Skywalker like you know this this little fella's asleep now and in the morning I'm going to tell him he's what happened yeah, that Luke Skywalker has seen his video. So here he is. This is uh, about half an hour ago when I told Bowie um, the good news. All right, I'm here with my son. And come here to me now. Say hello. Hello. So do you remember yesterday we shot a video of you sitting on the couch? Yes. 
What were you doing? I was playing in the Darth Vader Star Wars while I was dressed as Darth Vader. So you're dressed as Darth Vader, playing the Star Wars theme, the, the Darth Vader. Da, 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 yeah? Yeah. So do you know I put that up on Twitter last night? Yep. And do you know who saw it? Who? A fella called Mark Hamill. Hmm? A fella called Mark Hamill. Okay. Do you know who he is? No idea. Okay, are you ready for this? Mark Hamill is Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker saw your video of you dressed as Darth Vader. Wow. He saw it, he liked it. Wow. Isn't that cool? Yeah. <laughs> He's mind blown here. And you can play it better than that, can't you? It's just because you had the helmet on. Yep. Right, do you have a message you'd like to give to the Force? Um, may the Force be with you. Ha <laughs> good We're man. We're in a cafe, may the Forks. May the Forks be with you, good man. I'll do the jokes around here, right? Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, the jokes around here, sir. You want to see his face, like he, his, his eyes just lit up, like he really is mind blown that Luke Skywalker would like a video of him playing that theme. So a bit of magic from my house. Hope to put a smile on your face this morning. Um, Thanks, Mark Hamill, for responding. It's good to know he watches. Yeah, no, he's really funny on Twitter. You should follow him, he's really good. Um, Imagine if you went onto your bio on your Twitter and now he's listening to the show online. You never know with the force, Nobby. You never know.